Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we're back doing Pretty Little Liars After Show. Um, into the deep tonight, and um, lots of water talk. Lots of water talk. I am your host Kelly, and hanging out with me. Hey, it's Stephanie again. How's it going? Hi, guys. I'm McKay. Lots and lots of stuff going on tonight, and Cece's back in the mix. Do we really think Cece's the one to be afraid of? I'm not sure. I think um, for some reason I can't help but think that Melissa has a lot to do with it, ah. you know, more than Cece. Okay. Do you don't think Melissa's afraid of Cece too? I don't think Melissa's afraid of Cece. I think Cece might be afraid of Melissa. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I'm still in the CC not being so great camp. I Mm -hmm. think that she has an ulterior motive, and we see her for a second, then she goes away, and we don't know what she's doing. Right. But we keep hearing her name coming up. Mm -hmm. And I know Pretty Little Liars is not that show that normally gives it to you quite so straight up, but she has to be involved in some capacity. Right. And that's what I keep thinking, that it's a little too easy for it to be CC. But then again, what if that's the point? They Mm want to make it that easy so we won't think it's her. Yeah. You know, that could be... Or involved in some capacity working mm-hmm. for someone. Well, she's possibly. definitely involved. I've always thought that. Well, I mean, I say definitely, but in my mind, she's yeah. definitely mm-hmm. involved because yeah. she's just always been not quite right. And there's always been something a little weird. And I think that she was the one that kind of led Ali astray in the very beginning because I think she latched onto her because of her weird situation at home, you know, mm-hmm. and Cece, like, why was Cece friends with her in the first place? Like, that whole thing is weird. She was, like, too old to be friends with Allison. That's what well. I can't figure out. Yeah, <laughs> all these girls, there's, Every- there's, like, another team of, like, yeah. these four are this age group, and then there clearly was, like, the Melissa, Cece, mm-hmm. whatever, and I, and I feel like they're, in a lot of ways, causing the torment that we're seeing now for these girls. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're definitely was a reason that Cece had Allie around in the first place to teach her all these devious ways. And um, yeah. I guess we're seeing it all kind of come to light. I just think they have a really uh, united front, Melissa, Shauna, Jenna, because we've seen them in prior episodes where right. they've been planning. So we know uh, Jenna was the one who was with um, North, uh, what was his name? Uh, Nate. 
Oh, we, at yeah. the guy, the yes. Yeah. So you know, we we know that she, uh, Jenna is in some way tied to him, and he mentioned Cece's mm-hmm. name. So I just I feel like they're putting up a united front and making you know um, they've agreed that okay, if anything happens, the person we're going to give up is Cece because we haven't really seen Cece in their group, right? Yeah, we've never really seen them all hang out together. So we don't. I mean, from what we've seen, they're not friends. So there's definitely either. You know, so one side's fearing the other, it looks like. The term that always comes to mind with them seems to me like frenemies. They mm-hmm. they probably are not truly friends and not supportive of each other, but somehow have exactly that united force mm-hmm. and are using it now to do whatever to these girls. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about with the younger set of girls that they don't communicate well. And I wonder if that's kind of the same issue that these older girls have, or is it that they're so connected in that... It is that one. Well, I think it, there seems to be bad communication all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in all, like, in all senses. You man, Rosewood, just they can't communicate. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I, I mean, communication is a tough skill to master. It, it is. Looks like I agree. Nobody's doing a good job about it. It's like playing the broken telephone. By the time it reaches the person needs to get to, it's completely just. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. like, de- Completely different, convoluted story than the way that it started. Yeah. Um, so what do we think about this Mona confession? Well, she gets herself back in, um, Radley. Was that her plan? Just to kind uh, of get Ashley out on bail, have a little bit of doubt there, and then get back into Radley for some reason? She, I, I feel like she needs to get on, um, Hannah's good side, but not only Hannah, but the girls, because the story revolves around them. Mm-hmm. You know, as we all know. Um, so, you know, going back into Radley, I think she's going to use that to make everyone think, you know, she's going in, she's going to get treatment. But in reality, I really think that was her playing the piano at the end. I think that was like her first escape. Oh, you think? <laughs> back okay. out of Radley. Okay. You know, because... To mess with Toby some more? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a plan she's carrying uh, out, well, obviously, by turning herself in. And she so, was ha- it looked like she was happy to be in Radley. Yes. And especially in that, you know, back in room, yeah. you know, t- that room, 217. And, you know, who knows if this has anything to do with the, the doctor, um, the... Ren, right? Ren, not not oh. Ren. The the one um, the psychologist. Uh, Spencer went to went back to to ask questions about uh, Toby's mom. Um, I forgot his name. Um, oh, like a week ago, and oh, the, okay, the help, okay, okay, the helper. Oh, you mean the the orderly? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. So you know, I feel like maybe Spencer and him talk too much, and he may have revealed too much information. Now she's back at Radley to take hmm. care of and finish business there as well. I mean, I'm just like thinking of everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, c- it could be. Well, and throwing it out to see what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we see Ren is back next yes, week. Yes, in the preview yes. for next week, you see that he's coming back, and there's always been something super shady about him and his connection with everything and the one little clip that we hear on the preview is we've got a problem so what could he possibly mean whose side is he on i mean you have to assume that i feel like he's now i don't know he's such a hard one i <laughs> i was going back and forth about it i uh, i'm telling long- you he and dr sullivan are in cahoots with this whole thing they've been working well, together you are like putting dr <laughs> sullivan <laughs> Like before, I know she's like never coming back, and I swear it's all her. 
<laughs> now I think Pastor Ted did it. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. Pastor Ted, that was another crazy. <laughs> but I think um, going back but, to Ren, mm-hmm. he it has something to do with um, with Mona going back into Riley. I think that's why he's um, Ren is coming back into the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, him and Mona had a you know pretty tight friendship there because he wouldn't give up a lot of information about Mona to Spencer. It was like that's my patient. I'm wondering if Mona's going back because she knows that, like, she wants to figure out what's going on with Toby's mother. I don't know if that's, like, something she's interested in, but that's, like, what... I'm assuming she already knows. Like, that. that's what I would think, that yeah. she already knows. I mean, she's been on this A-team a for a while. She must know pretty much the ins and outs of what's been going on since this whole thing started, I would assume. Because she's been in it from the get-go. She was the one that was the the outcast from the start. Mm -hmm. So I think she invested so much into that that she must have a lot more secrets than she's letting on. I mean, she's definitely rationing them out bit by bit to her benefit. Which, I guess, in her position, I mean, she really... How else could she play it, you know? So true. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting, though, because she seems kind of too happy to be back in a mental hospital there has to be something that she wants to get from being there like no one would be just like oh i'm back here and this is Mm -hmm. amazing yeah so well even the phone call she makes to hannah just did your mom get out okay you're welcome you know yeah it's a little too much it's Mm -hmm. like she she really wants hannah to be like best friends with hannah again does she really or did they just need ashley to be out for a second to do more harm to that whole situation because once she's in jail for the rest of her life it's kind of done right what else Mm -hmm. can they do to her so they it's kind of you know like taunting let's take her back out and see what else we can do i mean maybe it's that i just don't I can't find it in me right now to believe that Mona really seriously just wants to be friends with her and do a nice Oh, thing. I think she has an ulterior motive, mm-hmm. but she also, I think, does genuinely want to be friends with Hannah. She just may not know the right way to go about mm-hmm. it, or she has all this other stuff going on, so she could never really be her friend. Mm-hmm. But I think she does want it at, at the end of the day. Like, why would you do all of this Unless you're right, there's some really awful purpose to it. Well, yeah, because it goes back I to why would she do it in the first yeah, place? Yeah, I can't agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be the person who believes in friendship. I'm okay with that. Two seconds later, she's like, "No, you know, I take that back." <laughs> no, I, I, I will stick with my. I know that she has ulterior motives, but I want her to also want the friendship. That's what I'll say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's good to it's good to want the best in pe- you know for people. I, I, I do <laughs> half glass full. It's all good. Okay. I think okay. Mona has a lot planned out than she's letting you know out for people mm-hmm. to know. So this was part of the plan. I f- kind of feel like turning herself in was part of the plan too. It's just she happened to get on you know Hannah's good side to use that you know towards whatever she's gonna need it for to get the girls to believe in her and accept her and who knows if she wasn't you know uh using hannah from the very beginning because she wasn't in the crowd she might have been you know on the a team from way back into you know the days where she was an outcast and no one really wanted to hang out with her but wasn't hannah always her friend though until she became until she lost weight and got a little bit more popular that's when they started drifting i mean wasn't that kind of how it happened I think they well, teased her when she was he- heavy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like she and Mona were kind of like together in that sense, and mm-hmm. both kind of outcasts. And then when Hannah kind of shifted over into the 
you know, popular kid crowd, I think that's when their relationship got strained, right? Well, I really want to see a flashback to before, you know, everyone was hanging out with Allie. I want to see where everyone was and what they were doing. Because this whole thing with Allison kind of brought them all stronger together because they really all were friends with Allie, but not necessarily all such good friends with each other. But how did that friendship, you know... But how did that bond grow so close? Yeah, well, because now they're all trying to save themselves from getting murdered, so it's <laughs> like they all have to like bond together. Yeah. yeah, and I and that's kind of the strange thing. And I've always kind of wondered, like, if if you go with the scenario that you think that Allison is possibly still alive and you know playing this game and doing all of that, it's interesting to think like, why would she do that? Because what's happening is as much tragedy that's going on. It's really kind of pulling certain forces together more so than it was before. And I wonder if that kind of has something to do with the way things go. It's like, with the bad, here's the good, if you look Mm -hmm. at the other side of the coin. It's just kind of an interesting thing to to watch when you kind of pull away and look at all the pieces of the puzzle. That could, yeah, that could be it. I I mean, we've seen family dynamics. I mean, we've seen families coming closer now. Right. A lot of people being accepted, you know, um, Emily opening up her family, you know, not accepting it at first, but at the end, you know, it's their daughter. They love her and Mm -hmm. they're going to accept her for who she is. And, um, and really trying to do the best for her when it comes to school and with her injuries and like everything that's going on. And, I think, you know, even Hannah and her mom have gotten a little bit closer and I don't know, just and well, even like Hannah's dad coming into the picture a little bit. Well, Arya's just, parents splitting up, even though it was a bad thing, but they're happy. Yeah. You know, they're happy not yeah. being they're still together kind of like fighting. MIA a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, like we that. I've like, seen them in a yeah. couple weeks now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It could totally well, be way Jake off. Jake is just, here. Yeah. Jake is here to save <laughs> yes. the day. Yes, let's talk about Jake. What do you think about Jake? I like him. I do like Jake. <laughs> I like the dynamic with with him and Aria. I like that. I don't know. I want to trust him. I want to feel like he really is kind of a third party that has nothing to do with anything that's going on. And Although I was suspicious when he was walking back and Jenna was in the water, I was like, hmm, what were you doing over there? Right. Yeah. But, you know, he did really seem shocked when he saw everything and he he saw Arya's reaction on her face like I can't believe you're going through all of that yeah when he so was- I did see that it, he was genuine in his facial expression that he was shocked mm-hmm. I don't know see I I'm I, kind of torn half and half on that I want to again tonight I'm gonna be the person <laughs> who believes these people will <laughs> totally change my mind but I feel like he's genuine that like when he was talking about how crazy her life was on the couch mm-hmm. like it didn't seem like he was trying to hide something or that he knew secrets like Ezra knows so much and like there's other people that I definitely question in the right. real liars world but with him he seems like just a nice guy who's trying to protect her. But then when you think about what he said, you know, it might be nice to let somebody else, like, navigate. Where are you trying to navigate her to? Like, which direction are you trying to pull her? I mean, I Where do you want to turn her? (laughs) Well, I think he was going based off of Arya's uh, comment that she made. So he's like, you know, you don't always have to be... But free-falling doesn't necessarily need navigation. I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's, you know, she just makes her... It's like, catch me. You don't have to navigate me. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, and it's just, I'm just, you know, being skeptical of everyone, but it's, I don't know. 
I want to believe that he is the good guy that really is going to kind of calm her and help her and kind of be her Caleb. I think that would be nice. I don't think Ezra had it in him to do that. No. I don't feel like he was a protector enough. Like, he was kind of a little bit too... Well, even tonight, we saw that Ezra was still jealous. Like, when yeah, I they... hate that stare. Yeah. It's so <laughs> annoying. Like, were... really? You're having a conversation. Stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, he loves her, obviously. He does. It's just a bad... You know, their relationship just isn't, you know, nearly what it was. And I just feel like I like Jake's, their dynamic better because, like I said, it just feels stronger. I feel like he's a better protector. He just feels more... Well, I, I think know. because he doesn't have that dynamic of being her teacher and being her boyfriend, he's able to just be there for her. He's not trying to hide her or hide yeah. their relationship. But not even so much that. I mean, that's a whole other thing. But even just, like, personality-wise, mm-hmm. Ezra's just so much more kind of, like, he's not very aggressive. He doesn't seem to be, like, a protector and, type. You know, you just never really see him, like... The, the person to kind of jump in front of you. Like, I've never gotten that from him. I'm I'm sure he would do whatever he could to, you know, to, to be there for Arya and to say whatever, I, but I, yeah, even I, as much as, like, sticking up for her to his parents and really kind of standing and just kind of getting in front of something, I've just never really seen him do that. No, I completely agree with that, and I feel like his personality is the type where he, um, you know, he was very... I don't want to say judgmental, but um, everything was doubtful for him. And he's so much more soft-spoken. Like that's mm-hmm. just even yeah. when you know Mike's teammate was you know talking bad to Arya in the locker room, and he's standing there, he still doesn't even say anything. He just kind of walks. He away. He looks confused. He doesn't, but he doesn't even. He obviously knows that there's something bad going on. He doesn't, you know, is everything okay here? And he just looks at this kid, and that's it. I can't imagine if it was if that had happened and Jake had been there that he would have just kind of like walked yeah. away. I think he would have said something. I think Ezra maybe has all these emotions that Jake has, but he internalizes it all, right? And and like <coughs> deals with it quietly, <clears throat> like in um like at his apartment with Arya. Like he'll talk about it with her kind of behind closed doors right. rather than, you know, be outward and and look like that quote unquote protector. Yeah, it's just a different personality. It's yeah. just yeah, the complete opposite, I think. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. But I mean I, I don't think it diminishes how much he cares for her or anything yeah, like that. Definitely. I think it's just different ways that they handle but it. But I think now that there is someone else, <clears throat> you know, another person in her life, you're able to see, you know, uh compare the two because before we only mm-hmm. had Ezra and we only saw them two together and we only, you know, you had nothing to compare to and see, you know, well, that's kind of odd, you know, how he's acting or, you know, what he's saying. But now that you have Jake and you see, you know, that he has a calming personality Mm -hmm. and he's able to... But it's still very strong at the same time. It is, yes. Mm -hmm. And you could see Arya completely change in this episode where she just, like, let no, I don't want to say let loose, but she like she was able to put her guard down and say, "Okay, you know, I'm gonna let you lead me." Yes, yeah. which that was kind of nice to see that. That and I also felt like it was the first time we had seen her really be kind of a teenage girl about right. her relationship. Yeah, like, she always tried to be so mature with Ezra and like everything's fine and uh, you know and mm-hmm. hide it. And with this, she was like at a party being jealous, and that's high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and mean, it was cute well, because yeah. she's able to act her age with right. 
uh, Ezra, she wasn't. Remember how one of those episodes where they went to the bar and, Mm -hmm. you know, she's really trying to impress his friend and, you know, act like a grown-up and an adult because she's not a kid. And, you know, I feel like if she were to have said what she told Jake tonight about being jealous, Mm -hmm. that Ezra would have looked at her like, Really? Like, you're acting like a high school girl, which she is. Right. But with Jake, it's natural. And Jake's like, well, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how jealous it. were you? Yeah, I that was cute. How that. jealous were yeah. you? That's why I want to believe that he's good. So for the time being, he's a total third party, and we're going to let him come in and protect her for a little while. Don't burst my bubble. <laughs> I, know. I know, I know. I'm just We saying. have, what, three more episodes this season, so yeah. I hope they don't uh, burst the bubble before. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm. It's getting crazier and crazier with every thing going on. But it was Emily's birthday and of course for Emily's birthday she gets a half dead body in the lake. Like what's going on with that? Every oh, time we turn creepiest. around. You know, I really did think it was Spencer from the I last preview. I did too. Yeah, yeah, I did too. It did not look like I Jenna at first at all when they flipped Jenna over. at all. With her eyes open, like how creepy. Yeah. But thankfully she's okay. Like she's she lives. Well, they said she was conscious, unconscious in the Unconscious. Hospital? She in was still hospital. unconscious, but but she's you know, she seems like she's going to pull through. So, so we'll Shauna and her are a couple or well, we, I, I don't think we really know at this point. I mean, it, it's it kind of looks like there's something a little bit extra, but we don't know for yeah, sure. There's definitely a flirtation. Yeah. There. Well, I think it's a little bit stronger on Shauna's point. Mm-hmm. Part, yeah. Do you think? I mean, that's the way it seems to me. I, I don't know. Yeah. But. Or maybe a good friendship. I don't know. It was hard to tell tonight for sure. Yeah. I mean, it could definitely just be BFFs. But I th- I think there was something that alluded to the fact that it was a little bit more than that. But, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, and if you really think about it, you know, Jenna has been through a lot. And we really don't know too much about kind of what's going on in her life and on her side. And if she really is the bad guy we, we always portray her as or yeah she's one maybe she show. really is a victim too she seemed really weak in this episode mm-hmm. you know in the prior episodes we've seen her where the girls were scared of her yeah when she was walking down the hallways you know they would hide and run away from her not to you know even come close to her or across mm-hmm. her path but now she seems really, really scared, and I'm yeah. wondering what is going on. Well, yeah. she yeah, she genuinely seems to be really scared of someone. Scared and didn't want to be without Jenna. I don't know if that was to pr- oh without Shauna. Oh without yeah Shauna. Yeah, like she was. Well, I mean, and as soon as she was left alone, look what happens. I mean, that's terrifying right. to always have to be constantly looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And when Emily pulls her out of the lake. And says that, you know, somebody must have hit her because her head was bleeding. Like, that's terrible. That's a scary, mm-hmm. I mean, scary. But, you know, and, and when, you know, it cuts back to Paige and they're talking about it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, did Paige kind of, was Paige involved at all? Because we've always been a little bit skeptical of her. She's had kind of a weird relationship with everyone. And she, I mean, she had, you know, something, you know, a, kind of a negative relationship with Allie, which we had seen. But kind of her rationalization of it and Emily gets a little bit upset but you know maybe she fell in you yeah know, she somebody... seemed to brush it off completely yeah. that but, was kind of the sense that I had of it was that she whether she was involved or not she didn't really want to talk about it yeah my question was why would you invite Shauna knowing how much Emily despises her knowing I you know, know the fear kind of, that but they are friends though Shauna? Shauna and Paige, remember? Yeah, but it's Emily's birthday party. I know. It's but they're not on your birthday party. Yeah, yeah I, but, you know, it's kind of like a slap in the face for Emily when, you know, 
technically, I feel like Shauna did take her place in on the yeah. swim team because Emily's not swimming anymore. Right. And you know there's that whole competition going on between them and getting accepted. And, um, you know, we see that episode where Emily is so scared of Shauna walking into the lockers when she's changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she's told Paige. I'm sure Paige knows about it. And my first reaction is, why would you invite her? I don't care if she's on the swim team. I, mean, I agree with you initially, but I think that the whole team was there. And she probably didn't want to make, like, a point yeah. of not inviting her. Just in, like... Well, I think that's maybe why she said the coach is going to be there, too. It's, like, a whole team thing. So maybe it wasn't necessarily... I don't know. But, I mean, as a... Let's go- give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't think she would intentionally be mean to invite somebody that Emily doesn't like. Well, it was probably kind of everybody was going to be there, so you can't exclude one person and not... And they're friends. True, you know, she true, and Shauna are but, friends, yeah. and it's her house, so... I've been in situations plenty of times where people <laughs> invite people I don't like to come and hang out with me. Wow, Kelly has a story. <laughs> So, it end up like and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. So maybe it's not. You know, I don't think it was necessarily a malicious thing in that sense. I don't. But I just thought it was a little bit weird how she brushed off the whole like Jenna situation. Absolutely, that seemed like a strange. Well, even like the pushing with the swim coach on Emily. I mean, Emily was obviously not happy about that, and that's a lot of pressure. And She's... we don't see the swim coach showing up. No, the so swim coach never showed was up. that just a reason to get? Shauna and Jenna to come to the maybe the girls asked her to invite them so they could talk to Jenna. Maybe that was the thing. Maybe Arya and Spencer did, but did yeah. they look surprised to see them at the party? I don't think so. No. I didn't know. I didn't no. think that. I didn't get that. I didn't get that either because I think they were expecting them. So maybe they did maybe. have her ask. Yeah, could be. Yeah. It's um. There's always so much going on. Like, you know, I gotta go back and watch it again. But, um, but the whole swim coach situation—it's hard on Emily. She, I think, she does want to swim, but she's you know going through her own internal struggles, and to have pressure come from Paige, I think, is hard to handle. Yeah, I completely agree. But what I really enjoyed about that storyline tonight was that. It's a realistic portrayal amidst all this craziness that yes. is Pretty Little Liars. It was kind of a realistic portrayal of what happens in your senior year of high school, which is, are you going to stay together? Are you breaking up? Where are we going? What are we doing? And I think that's a story that every kind of couple in high school deals with. And, Absolutely. And that was kind of, they did a really nice job, I thought of. I think so, too. I think she was pushing her. She doesn't want to lose her. She wants her to be with her mm-hmm. at Stanford. They were excited about it when they initially first talked about it. It was a really cute situation. You know, bad things happen. Now it's not going to happen. And, you know, Paige really loves her and doesn't want to lose her. You can tell Paige was starting to plan for the future for the two of them. Like, she had the dorm room, if you recall Mm, from an earlier episode. She, like, started planning the dorm room. And I think seeing that that's not a reality anymore is crushing her. I mean, that's what you were seeing tonight. But plus, Emily's realizing, you know, with everything going on in her life with her mom and and, um, you know, the house and having to take, in a way, some sort of responsibility and mm-hmm. stepping up to help her mom that um, she really needs to concentrate on herself. Yeah. I mean, and it definitely is a realistic situation. And what happens when you go off to college and you go to different places or one of you goes, one of you stays, it's, it's mm-hmm. a hard thing. Long distance relationships are very hard to deal with, especially when you're young. It doesn't make it any easier. Mm-hmm. And it, that was a very realistic conversation that they had. And, you know, and Emily, Emily is, is 
her character, I like her character in the way that she's just always like real. Like, let's face facts here. This is the way it's going to be. And not that she doesn't care, but she's a realist. And she's, you know, trying to prepare herself that they're not going to be together next year. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. A lot can, you know, a lot can happen between now and then, but. Yeah, and they haven't, like, decided to break up or anything, so we don't know. Maybe they will try to work long, it out and the figure long distance it out. thing or what have you but I mean if she takes the year off she can go visit right right exactly <laughs> but she's going to uh, volunteer for the summer right well she's, maybe if her remember if, if they could afford it because there is that financial situation if her mom loses her job and then they have the house that they're having to rebuild and I mean there's a lot going on in Emily's house and it's not really that easy for her to really make any decisions I don't think so I think that it just kind of adds the extra pressure that she internalizes a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like Emily is definitely feeling pressure not only from her family now, but kind of she feels divided between right. the family <laughs> and what Paige wants. And it's Well, and what she wants, too. Exactly. I mean, I think she's being a little... I think it really bummed her out that the coach didn't know already that she had an injury mm-hmm. because I think she was getting pumped up and feeling, okay, well, he knows he can do this. And then once he found out, it was a little bit of a different story. So I think that was a bit of a letdown. Well, I think she thought that um, Paige had come up with the solution for her. Right. Like, mm-hmm. That yeah. this was a way she could swim and do everything that she needed and to do. And it kind of was. I actually, when I first when it first came up in the episode, I was like, actually, that's like a really smart idea. Take the year to heal. Mm-hmm. It seems like a great idea. And realistically, if I guess if her injury is as bad as they're saying it is, mm-hmm. it might take longer than that. Yeah, but at least, you know, working at it. I mean, and yeah. I get where she was coming from, and I think it was, it's a good idea in theory. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's discouraging because it's not easy, and only a small percentage of people come out of it in the way that she needs to come out of it. So, yeah. But, I mean, who's to say she can't be part of that, you know, exactly. small percentage? You never know. Exactly, or find but, another role, like, yeah. like coaching or what have you on it. But that was a pretty normal kind of relationship interaction, which is mm-hmm. not something we usually see in uh, these episodes. So I really liked to see that. Yeah, I thought that you was know, really... While Caleb's trying to sell his car to get Hannah's mom out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're yeah, having, so like, cute. real I felt really bad because I feel like he's have uh, had to take and step into being the man of the house, you know, for Hannah and uh, yeah. Ashley. And it's sad. I was really heartbroken to well, find out. I wonder what out. they're going to do when he goes off to Ravenswood. <laughs> well, Ted! Was, I was going to say, there's a new guy in Ted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I was really heartbroken to find out that Hannah's dad did not help out. I know. I, I figured. As soon as she was telling, you know, Ted, I don't need faith, I need money. Yeah, I figured he was going to do something. As soon as I saw him there, like yeah. she was on the phone and he was there, I was just like, oh, he's going to scoop in and help. <laughs> like, it didn't even take them having the conversation. It was before that for yeah. me. I was just like, oh, we know who's helping. And he kind of wants to be, and I felt like this before with him, he wants to be that father figure yeah. to Hannah that she clearly doesn't have with her right. biological and I father. Like, I like that he did that. And, you know, in his comments, don't run. I have a lot riding on you. $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> but I like their relationship, and I think it's it, that he, at least I hope he's you know somebody good for Ashley to kind of calm them down a little bit. And well, he brought over pie, so step one <laughs> <laughs> and dinner. Anyone to bring dinner the next night? And I like yeah. how he includes Hannah, and he really did try to call. We find out that he tried to call her, you know, a few times to check on her, and that's nice because he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have to. No, I mean so he has no nice. obligation. I believe didn't mm-hmm. Ashley basically 
end things with him, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so he has no obligation to be there at all. And he's stepping back in, and he paid for her bail, yeah. which is a huge thing. Absolutely. But I feel like he knows a lot more than he lets believe that he does. Well, I think that he there's more to his story that yeah. I'm anxious to find out more about because we really don't know too much about his past or where he came from or how he ended up there or what his whole deal is. And I kind of want to know his connection to Wilden. I don't yeah. know why. I feel like there's something there. There's like mm-hmm. like whether he had a disagreement with Wilden himself or what has gone on. But wasn't he trying to figure out who was bothering Ashley? Remember, he was yeah. trying to put the yeah. puzzle together. Well, and I wonder he if knew he knew there was someone. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know who it was. But I, I remember one time they they even um, they were walking in front of the police station and Wilden was out. And I want to say he found out Ashley told him something, but I could be wrong. They, our viewers have to let us know from the yeah. prior episodes. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to see. And I definitely want to know more about Ted and kind of his whole thing. Cause I, from the very beginning when we first met him, it was kind of a little weird. And yeah. then I, the thing with, uh, Caleb's dad and the, you know, the bell being switched out and, I don't know. And then the cell phone and the casket and, you know, all these different things that have happened at the church. And This is just me, like, thinking aloud. He was talking about how, you know, it was okay that she had thought of killing him or she could have killed him. Mm -hmm. Killed Wilden. Well, he said everyone has their limits. Everyone has their limits, right? Mm -hmm. So what's his limit? Like, right. did what? How was he? Maybe in, he did it. Right? I'm telling you. See, the first thing I said when we saw it, Pastor Ted did it. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, okay, mm, because you no, start thinking know. about limits and where is his, and it, it could get. I don't know. He could get scary quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. he had. Maybe he had. Maybe Cece's his daughter, and that's how this Uh-oh. whole thing starts. <laughs> I mean, we could go really dark. Uh, yes, we could. We could take it to a really dark place. Dr. They promised Solomon's us husband. we were going to right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ex-husband. That's why he's back yes. in Rosewood. Dr. Sullivan, I knew you were in it. <laughs> uh, but no, but that um, takes us to... Uh, Oh, I totally lost my train of thought now. Now I'm just thinking about Dr. Sullivan. But definitely, guys, go to iTunes. Please download our podcast. Rate and comment. Let us know what you think about Ted. Do you think he's a good guy, bad guy? What about Jake? What do you think about Arya and Jake? We love to hear your theories and comments. And we were getting some good ones on Twitter today. Absolutely. You know, about secret passageways under the De Laurentiis house when we see Redcoat, you know, opening gates and going in secret places. I mean, what's I going on? I love reading all of our Twitter and like, YouTube <laughs> comments. They're just makes me so happy. I know. There's a lot and a lot, a lot of great stuff. Um, I think one of the funniest quotes I think was from Aria tonight where she tell where she says Jenna's back and she's walking into walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That was amazing. I still don't get like how her sight goes in and out. I don't understand that either. But and but then she says I, I see what I need to see. I'm not, I think that was a defense mechanism. Well yeah, but it's just weird to, I mean and I don't know like what her whole like thing is, but I think but it's But wasn't just kind it of the strange. surgery they said in you know, you know it good might days or and bad not days. work? Yeah. But, well, if she says she'll have good days and bad days, I mean yeah. I don't know. So maybe it's just not completely gone but Or she can sense things. Like, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure that I it's don't know. 
yeah, sight in the I don't the know. Way. I have a, l- a little bit of more of a soft spot for Jenna tonight, seeing that more vulnerable side of her. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know more about what she knows and kind of what she's so afraid of. But it's going to be interesting seeing Toby and her interact and Spencer being, mm-hmm. you know, in the mix of all that and Shauna um, to see how Jenna accepts that. If Jenna's going to be okay with Spencer being around the hospital or she's going to kick her out and not want her around at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, another person that I felt kind of bad for tonight was Ezra with Maggie throwing the curveball of leaving. Going to Washington and taking Malcolm. And now she doesn't even want him to stay with Ezra while she goes to look for an apartment. I mean, she's got to take care of him. I Yeah, I agree. But it was just sad because he just kind of came into his life. Yeah, it's definitely a tough situation, and we'll see if he's going to kind of force a relationship there to keep Malcolm. I mean, that could be something. I was going to say, is he going to fight for custody? Like, is he going to take Maggie to court? Well, maybe that'll be, I think one of, you know, one of the theories that we got was that it's, you know, Malcolm's really not his. That maybe Maggie cheated in high school and just said it was his to get the money from his family. I don't know. It's a good question. I guess we'll find out to see how bad Ezra really wants to keep Malcolm in Rosewood. I don't know. Definitely. Lots of good stuff. We have two episodes until the summer finale, which is got Exciting. to be good. That's when we're going to find I'm, out who Redcoat is at the end. I'm <laughs> so excited. Like, that's just going to be the best. <laughs> Finding out who Redcoat is. I feel like we've been talking about it for so long. I know. I know we're building it up so much. It's totally going to be CC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But you have some news and gossip? I do. Awesome. After Buzz TV News. So we've talked about it before. Lucy Hale is, of course, the beauty ambassador for um, Avon's Mark line, which is like the teenage, younger generation line that they do. Um, and she just made a PSA for the company um, speaking out against dating abuse and partner violence, which is something that that company has been very involved with. I believe they have pieces that, you know, a go to um, the proceeds go to yes, benefit that. Exactly. Um, and also, um, Lucy Hale believes that um, Arya and Ezra will end up together. She, huh. yeah, she told HollywoodLife.com uh, that she, you know, they won't be together for a while, and she, you have to kind of wait for this Jake thing to play out. And they have great chemistry, and how much she enjoys kind of working on a different relationship because mm-hmm. they've been doing Arya and Ezra for so long. But she thinks in the end, you know, that they're meant to be together. Well, I think Jake might toughen Ezra up a little bit. May, may kind of force him to kind of be a little bit more vocal and kind of fight for fight for the love of his life. <laughs> I and with Maggie and Malcolm gone out I of the know. picture. I was thinking that, watching that tonight. I could definitely see a change. It might be, it will be nice for me, at, at least, yeah. to see a change in Ezra's personality and have him be a little bit yeah. little bit rougher. And she'll be graduated, so... I was gonna say, True. maybe, like, more public with the yeah. relationship, which would be a really nice change for her. I think yeah. she's ready for that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Anything else? Alright, well, let's get into predictions, even though we've kind of said mm. a little bit of... <laughs> and now, your After Buzz Um, All right. So Cece's Pastor Ted and Dr. Sullivan's daughter. <laughs> no, I'm just and, and red coat is Melissa. Yeah, with a blonde wig. That is the series finale of Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> All right. Seriously, what do you guys think? Um, I'm going to go with my um, Arya and Ezra stick on that. Um, I think that Ezra is going to get into a custody fight. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, okay. 
And what's going to end up happening is that Arya is going to come in and kind of be a character uh, witness, I guess you could say, for him and fight for that and try to be like, you know, in his corner in some capacity, even if she's still with Jake. Okay. I'm going to say Melissa is red coat. Okay. All right. Well, going off of yours, I'm going to say that Arya is going to try to be a good character witness, but then Maggie's going to turn it because everywhere Arya goes, somebody dies. Like she's <laughs> going to use that against him. Yeah. And because he associated with a teenager and like all that, I think if he does fight, like that would all come out and be a bad, a bad thing for him. Yeah. So I hope he, you know, I hope they figure it out before it gets that ugly because I could see that going in a very, very bad direction. Yeah. Any predictions on Redcoat? Um, I don't, I don't know. I change my mind every time. I don't know. It has to be someone tall. We could see the yeah. person is tall. It definitely yeah. has. So well, Mona's definitely out of the picture. Yeah, because even in heels, she's not that tall. Yeah. It looked like, know. I'm, I, w- I would honestly love for it to be someone we haven't even met yet. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be someone completely different, someone we don't even know, and um, it's, it's going to be like somebody's sister or ex-girlfriend or like or, something random. Or someone we saw like on the train briefly, where you are you just are like, oh, hmm. it was that person from, because that's what Pretty Blue yeah. Liars does. Maybe it's does. Arya's dad's mistress. Like maybe Ooh, it's her. Yes. for a while we had thought she was involved yeah. in some way, right? Maybe. Yeah. Or what about uh, Ezra's ex girlfriend? Remember the? That's the. Oh, the the professor. Or, yes. Oh. oh, the one that was invited to her house and yeah. Um, oh, there's a she lot. went off really quietly. Yeah. I was. Thinking I would she was like it p- to be somebody that we haven't met yet. I think it would be kind of more fun that way. It would be really interesting, to, yeah. and then to have that play out yeah. as to who that person is and why know. they were tormenting the girls. So many, so many <laughs> different ways this could go. We only have a few more episodes left. Please make sure to join us next week. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, and we love to hear your comments and theories. So please go to iTunes and YouTube and leave us some comments, and follow us at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter, and you can follow me at Kelly with an IE O seven nine. And you can follow me at Stephanie Wenger. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Real Emma Kate. See you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz you later. 